This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. You know what that sound means? The weekly news quiz helps us wrap up Tuesday's edition of Now with Dave Brown. We can't do the news quiz without contestants, so let's welcome back in Elizabeth Moeller, Brock Richardson, and bring in Karen McGee. Elizabeth, hello again. Hello again. Brock, hello again. Hello again. And hello, Karen. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so in case you at home do not know the rules of the game, let me explain. We have three rounds of questions, three questions per round. Each question comes with three multiple choice options. If you answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you get it wrong, you go on to the next person. If you choose to hear the options, you only get one. And if none of the contestants get it right, then I get a point, and that's what I always look forward to. The order of the contestants were drawn by Mary Daniel, the wife of Paul Daniel. Today's order is going to be Elizabeth Moeller, then Karen McGee, and then Brock Richardson. And to help keep score, I have my trusty piece of paper and pen. So we will start in the world of international news. Round one, question one goes to you, Elizabeth. Voters in which European capital city approved an effort to drastically increase parking fees for SUVs and other heavy cars. I think I'll have the choices. Okay. Is it Berlin, Paris, or Madrid? I think it's Berlin. That is incorrect. So, Karen, you have a choice, uh, chance to get on the board. Is it Paris or Madrid? My first instinct was Paris, so I'm going to guess Paris. That is correct. Karen McGee is on the board. The new parking rate will triple parking fees for SUV drivers from out of town to 18 euros or $26 per hour. Question number two goes to Karen. She has a chance to double up and get a commanding lead. So, Karen, which Ivy League school in the U.S. announced it would once again require prospective students to submit standardized test scores for admission. Oh, I'll take the choices, please. Is it Brown, Dartmouth, or Harvard? I'm going to say Dartmouth. That is correct as well. Karen McGee getting out to an early lead. So during the pandemic, all Ivy League schools switched to a test-optional policy where all applicants could choose to submit their SAT scores or not. So question number three goes to Brock. Last week, almost all of the National Botanical Garden in Vina del Mar was destroyed by a wildfire in this South American country. What country was it? I need the options, please. Was it Brazil, Uruguay, or Chile? I'm going to go with Uruguay. That is incorrect. So... Elizabeth, you have a chance to steal. Was it Brazil or Chile? I'm going to say it was Chile. That is correct. Elizabeth is on the board. Woo-hoo. So wildfires in, in there. And so after round one, Karen is leading with two points. Elizabeth has one, and Brock has yet 
to get on the board. In round number two, these questions are all related to topics in Canada. Karen, you begin this round. So, a Canadian politician called Bell's Media's decision to lay off 4,800 workers a garbage decision. Who said it? That would be the uh, Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. That is correct. Two points for Karen. She's already up to four. Trudeau said that the company should know better in making such extreme and extensive layoffs. Question number two of round number two, we go to Brock Richardson. Brock, what eastern Ontario city declared a state of emergency last week after its health officials announced 23 overdoses in two days? I need the options, please. Was it Brockville, Cornwall, or Belleville? Belleville. That is incorrect. Elizabeth, you have a chance to steal. Was it Brockville or Cornwall? I am going to say it was Brockville. That is correct. Elizabeth. Yes, my hometown. Woohoo! <laughs> not not something Sorry. you necessarily want to be cheering. But I got unfortunately, it correct. you got it correct. There's always a positive silver lining. And Elizabeth, you actually have a chance to get another point because it is your okay. question round. Uh, question three of round number two. So, which member of the Toronto Maple Leafs is in a dispute with the Canada Revenue Agency? Oh, I need the options on that one. <laughs> is it Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, or John Tavares? I am going to say it's A. Austin Matthews is incorrect. Karen McGee, you have a chance to steal. Is it Mitch Marner or Jonathan uh, John Tavares? I'm hoping it's John Tavares. You are correct. It is John Tavares. The CRA determined Tavares's 2018 income was $17.8 million higher than reported and ordered the player to pay $6.8 million in taxes for 38% plus 1.2 million in interest. So, you know, for, for some athletes, oh, a bit of that's pocket a lot of money. Yeah, that's but, money. Uh, you know, A, I think he is going to be able to afford it, but they're also in court. He'll be so okay. He'll, he'll be, be okay. okay. Don't worry. He'll be okay. Okay, so after the end of round two, Karen McGee is still in a commanding lead with five points. Elizabeth is in second with two points, and Brock, unfortunately, is still not on the board. However, he has a chance to get on now. You can get back and make this game somewhat competitive. So, Brock, we start with you for this question. Which member of Saturday Night Live was announced as the host of the annual White House Correspondence Association dinner in April? I need the options. Was it Michael Che? Was it Bowen Yang or Colin Jost? Bowen Yang. That is incorrect. Elizabeth, is it? Colin. It's Colin Jost. That is correct. A My point... brother's name, so I have to know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jost had been writing for SNL since 2005, and he began fronting the show's new parody with in 2014 with Michael Che. They are both the co-head writers of SNL currently. Elizabeth, we go back to you. You have a chance to potentially tie Karen right now if you get the question right without the options. We'll see if you can do it. U.S. Governor Laura Kelly signed a bill last week that would eliminate the minimum wages for workers with disabilities in her state. 
What state was it? Oh, I'm going to need the options. Okay, but that's going to mean you won't be necessarily be able to tie Karen in this game. But if you want the options, I will give them to you. Was it okay. Vermont, Delaware, or Kansas? I'm going to go with Vermont. That is incorrect. Oh. Karen McGee, you have a chance to steal and solidify your win in stunning fashion. I'm going to say... Uh, it was Delaware and Kansas, just for reference. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Kansas. That is correct. Kansas's state, uh, Senate Bill 15 aims to create more employment opportunities for uh, disabled workers in Kansas. In addition, the legislation's intent is to incentivize employees to move away from paying them below the minimum wage by using a matching grant program and expanded income tax credit eligibility. Karen, this is a foregone conclusion at this point, but you have one more question. So let's just do it for fun. Which auto company reached, one point, uh, reached a $1.5 million agreement to settle claims of improper hazardous waste disposal at its factories across California? I'm going to take the choices, even though I don't really need them. The <laughs> Just like for funsies. Okay, so it, was it Nissan, Tesla, or Honda? A Tesla. That is correct. That was my gut. Oh. Yeah, in, investigators uh, searching through Tesla's trash discovered hazardous waste violations at more than 100 facilities. Tesla uh, was being sued by 25 counties across California. And, of course, it ended up being settled to a $1.5 million uh, fine. Now, because we do have a couple minutes on the clock, I am going to ask a tie-breaking question for fun. Before we do, let's celebrate the winner of the news quiz by a large mar margin. It was Karen McGee. Congratulations, Karen, on the big win. Thank you. Me and the Kansas City Chiefs, two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're lucky nice. this week because I was not a contestant. I was. I left know. I'm always lucky when you're not a contestant. <laughs> okay. It's the only time I win anymore. Okay, so we do have a bit of time. Let me ask you the tie-breaking question, just for fun, and I will remind everyone how this works. So, I will ask each contestant to give a guess, and this is going to be a question of who is going to be closest to the. Pin. So, last week, Caroline Peru, uh, Quebec's tourism minister, announced the figure and amount it would take to cost uh, Quebec to tear down the Olympic Stadium. Many observers questioned the figure, saying that North American cities have torn down other stadiums for hundreds of millions of dollars less. So, that should give you a bit of a hint. So, what is the estimated cost to tear down the Olympic Stadium? Elizabeth, I'll start with you. I'm going to say a hundred and ninety-seven million. Brock Richardson, I will ask you, what do you think it's going to cost uh, Quebec to tear down the Olympic Stadium? Three hundred and fifty million. Karen McGee, what is your guess? I'm going to say seven fifty. Million. 750 million. Karen, you are by far the closest. None of you were all that close. It is estimated to cost $2 billion with a oh, B stop dollars. It. 
Give me uh, some disclosures. I'll take care of it. Uh, yeah. She released the estimate uh, the estimate last week, and uh, as she presented a comparatively cheaper plan to spend eight hundred and seventy million dollars to replace the unstable and hazardous roof of the stadium, which was built for the nineteen seventy six Olympic Games. Well, that is all the time we have. Elizabeth, thank you. Brock, thank you. And Karen, thank you very much. See you next week. See you next week. That's all the time we have for the show. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. I will be back again. We have a slew of fun, exciting conversation to be had. And I just want to quickly thank all the guests who appeared on the show today. Be sure to check out the podcast, listen to all the interviews, and enjoy yourselves out there. I'm Alex Mike. See you tomorrow. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.